we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring so you guys around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm looking for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. Happy New Year. We are finally back with another episode recapping Real Housewives of Atlanta. Guys, I know you missed us. We missed you too very dearly. So, so much. It's been a cold, cold winter without y'all. But we are back. It is Eddie Estrada here with my co-host, the one, the only, Armand. How are you, Eddie? I'm doing good. First recap of 2020. It really is. And you know what? I think it's very fitting because as we know, Cynthia and Mike will be getting married on 10 10 2020. We have actually a lot of marriages. Yeah, and the Kelly Dodd year. one. Yeah. Um, I think there's another one, right? Well, Stassi and Bo. Are they getting married in 2020? Yes. They're getting married this summer. Oh my gosh. They're trying to plan it out with filming. And there's even another wedding. What's the other one? I swear there was another recent proposal in the Bravo verse. We had, and we were joking that it would be funny if they also went 10, 10, 2020. Callie Dodd with yeah, Rick. Right. Cynthia and Mike. Yep. Oh, uh, Robin. Rob, Robin yep. got reengaged. Robin and Juan. and Juan. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That. Yeah. I totally forgot. Guys, this is going to be a big year of love. Bravo babies and Bravo marriages. Yeah. Bravo. A lot of them in the last two years. Exactly. Yep. You know, that we're on a new frontier. Yep. Um, a lot of those Bravo babies were birthed to these women in Atlanta. You're right. Three, Eva, actually. Portia, and Candy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. And Kenya. Four! Four from Four. ATL. The only one who didn't have a baby was <laughs> Nini, because she has a big baby herself. <laughs> wah, 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 Nini. Kwame <laughs> Awiva. That was horrible. Nini Leak streams in the... the Sorry. <laughs> Apologies to everyone listening to this. That was terrible. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Never do baby voice on this podcast again. You don't like my sexy baby. <laughs> Just a sexy little baby. Oh, do you remember? This. Do you remember that Thirty Rock episode where it was like it was the, the I think it was the wife from from How I Met Your Mother or whatever, like the mother. Uh-huh. Um, she was like playing this like character that was like going against like Tina Fey's like Liz Lemon, and she's like, "I'm just a sexy baby." Like, I don't she goes remember around. that episode, and I've seen Thirty oh. Rock all the way through like twice. Uh, I don't know. There's a million Thirty Rock episodes. Me, that's I always say that. I always think it's funny, and maybe I'm wrong, <laughs> listeners. If I'm wrong, I don't. I have, don't know my Thirty Rock as it well. It does as seem I like should. a Jenna Maroney thing to say, though. I'm very Jenna Maroney. You I are like, very Jenna Maroney, which is I'm gonna just gonna give that one to myself. Speaking <laughs> of. But we need to get off of all these tracks because we yeah. need to talk about Atlanta. Let's talk about it. We need to talk about Toronto, Toronto which, by the way, it's Canada. not Toronto. I learned from someone from Toronto that you're supposed to say it like Toronto, not Toronto. To- Toronto. It's like a, you know, not Toronto. Toronto is wrong. It's like Toronto, like T Tur, like a Toronto. Okay. Toronto. From what I learned, I could be saying it wrong. I say everything wrong. You do. You say Truman Capote's name, Capote. You say Tiffany Haddish's name is Tiffany Haddish. Okay. Who was the lead in Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Matthew Broderick. <laughs> Broderick. Okay. So I said Matthew Broderick <laughs> the other day. Maybe, maybe it's Ma- not Matthew, Broderick. Matthew Broderick. 
It's definitely not Matthew. It's Matthew. I, I legit thought that was his name. Broderick. I don't think it's Broderick. A Broderick. I think it's Broderick, yeah. I think Broderick? So. Broderick. Uh, Broderick. Okay. Yeah. Um, but l- whatever. We don't care about him. We care about <laughs> these women in Atlanta who are in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Tanya. That's your lesson, t- by the way. You pronounced it incorrectly, but yeah. Whatever. <laughs> it's Tanya time in Canada. Um, I love Tanya. I'm just going to throw this out there yeah. right now, first and foremost. I live like Tanya. You live like Tanya. I, I think... I, I've always been, you know, I love doing this on the show where I'm like, oh, I'm like this, I'm like this, I'm like that. You're every character. I'm every character. Yeah. But I truly, truly am Tanya. I watched this episode with um, some other co-hosts of mine, Suze, Kelsey, and Matthew. Yeah. And it was to the point where like we, we couldn't stop laughing because it was like, we're just watching you on the screen. Yeah. But. I mean, you have the energy. It's, I yeah. You have the sort of like desire to like bring the group make everyone happy (laughs) make everyone happy yeah yeah exactly and you want to like kind of get everyone together to have a good time and stay optimistic and positive yeah a little bit of that too you got to make sure you're the tanya tanya time in tanada (laughs) shout out to all my idiots out there love you all eddie everywhere Um, eddie everywhere eddie everything eddie's Mm -hmm. eats eddie's endeavors eddie (laughs) estrada I mean, let's be real. Nothing really happened in this episode except yeah. for a lot of really fun, funny moments. Yeah. So let's just well, let's take... let's like run through them though. Like, yeah. So the take a Kenya, walk down memory lane. Cynthia thing led to nothing basically. They immediately make up. Like if there was even a feud to begin with. Yeah. I mean, Cynthia was a little upset that she thought Kenya spoiled her surprise. I would be so upset. I think now only Mike is upset. I mean, would you be upset? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd be pissed. For that, for that life event, yeah. I'd be like, are you serious? Like For something, you know, less serious, then I wouldn't really care. But, I mean, we're talking a proposal here. A proposal. And you're literally Doesn't happen that many times, right? It only <laughs> happens hopefully once. Right, but, you know, maybe you know, twice. But no judgment on anyone, <laughs> yeah, you know. Maybe it happens twice. You know. Or three times. Uh, maybe six, seven times. It's not like a birthday, which happens every year, right? 19 times. Danielle Staub's out there doing it, There guys. you go. So, so you for, know. You could spoil Danielle Staub's Danielle Staub yeah. let her know four weeks in advance, honey, you're getting proposed to. Mm-hmm. That will give her enough time to get her assets and move away as quickly as possible. And engage before then, even. <laughs> Right. Oh, this, I mean, this I isn't think... Beverly Hills, Armin. People aren't people aren't getting married to two people at once. Oh, whoops. Who did that? That's the rumor about Beverly Hills. If you guys want to find out <laughs> that story, make sure you turn into this week in Bravo Top Five this week because that's a juicy, juicy. Ah, uh, okay. Story. Not married to two people, but dating two people. Well, married to one and dating the other. That's the story. No, there's 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 Wait. a double marriage. What? Oh, sister wives, honey. We're gonna talk about it later. Oh, see, I don't even know this story. Um, <laughs> Go to patreon.com uh, backslash hot and bravo to find out about guys, that. I, I love to bring like juice and like like sprinkle, sprinkle a little here. I over. like dropping hints that I'm single. <laughs> sprinkle, Slide in the sorry. DMs at Eddie underscore Estrada. Uh, you know it. So, okay, so the episode starts off there. Yes. Uh, because last episode ended on that cliffhanger where Nini you know, comes into this drama. Dun, but dun, then dun. nothing happens. Literally There's no nothing. drama with Nini. And Cynthia immediately forgives Kenya. Yeah. And Nini's on this like apology train and she's yep. like making her way through downtown walking fast, faces fast and I'm homebound. Um, Although and we only see one apology this episode. We do. But we presume that another one will come. 
another one will come. Yes. Right. So she's focused on Eva this yeah. time. They she work feels... things out pretty easily too. Yeah. So all the ladies go <laughs> and try on the carnival outfits, which by the way are sexy as hell. I'm so excited. Everyone was so nervous about how they were going to look in these things. And I get it. I I wear a lot of underwear. Um, but <laughs> you wear a lot of underwear. Um, but sometimes you just got to own it and work it and rock it. Yeah. And I think all these ladies rocked it in their own way. And I think they all looked friggin' amazing. I was very upset that Nini decided not to participate because this is such a Nini thing to do. Mm-hmm. Do you think it was a personal choice or was it production? Personal. Personal? Yeah. Well, sorry, Nini, you don't get to wear this awesome outfit. But it's during this fitting that she sits and talks with Eva because Eva's not wearing the outfit either. Um, but because she is pregnant. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they just have a, like, they kind of like a heart to heart. Yeah. Work it out. Totally chill. Eva's like, I'm, I'm cool if you are. And Nini's like, I'm chill. And then they end up the next day having like lunch together. Just the two of them. Because the rest of the ladies decide to get a little crazy (laughs) in Toronto. And they decide to do this like insane, like daredevil skyscraper thing. Yeah, I don't know if it's so insane. It's really scary. I thought it was going to be worse like when they were setting it up. Like I thought they were like going to maybe climb down and stuff, but they basically just like hang out like yeah. up there on a rope. On a ledge with a rope. I know, but imagine if they were actually like off the ledge and like kind of like scaling the building a little bit you know i'm like having like my apple watch is gonna go my i swear to you my apple watch is gonna go off and be like breathe take a breathing exercise we can tell that does it track does it doesn't i don't know honestly i don't know what it does what it's tracking i'm i've got the fbi on my back now probably but this (laughs) damn apple watch i don't know (laughs) i don't know they got it they got everything um they they love eavesdropping uh people talking about bravo yeah i'm just i just talk into the apple watch the whole time i'm like yo fbi agent following me (laughs) cheer about atlanta the nsa just like loves hearing housewives gossip yeah who doesn't true good point um but back to this daredevil event that they do have you been to vegas and seen the stratosphere ride i've seen i haven't done it I haven't done it. I'm familiar with it. I think my sister did it. I can't remember where they literally like, I think my sister and my brother did it. We went to stratosphere and where it like literally hangs you outside, like over the ledge, Mm. like flips you up and spins you. It's gnarly, dude. (laughs) It's so insane. My brother and my sister. Are you like a roller coaster person? Not really. Ah, okay. Um, My brother and my sister are the two biggest like daredevils in the entire world. My sister can literally... Has no fear. She has no... She's like Evil Knievel 2.0. It's un- it's insane. I remember when we were kids, we went to Walt Disney World. It's like, we went to the, like the lagoon one or whatever. It was like the ice lagoon. And they have this thing called Summit Plummet, which is like the highest like water slide in some part of the US. I think it's like west east of the Mississippi. I don't know. We were in Florida. And I was like, I'm doing this. I've totally got this. I'm doing this. And so my sister went up and she did it. Mm-hmm. And then I decided I couldn't do it. So uh, I walked back down. You freaked out. My sister went back up to find me and was missing in the park for like an hour because what? of me. But she did it twice. Causing and I did chaos, it Eddie. zero times. Causing chaos. So no, I'm not a daredevil person. I would have I would have been like Portia, like these are not the people I want to die with. <laughs> um But she participated. Candy's crazy. 
She was calm, cool, and Candy is who I want to hang with. Candy's on my team for the apocalypse, I've officially decided, because (laughs) Candy is like, yeah, I'm cool with pretending that I'm dying and, and, you know, living life on the edge. This must be a rich people thing. Candy just seems like she has no fear in general. Like, I, I, I feel like it has nothing to do with the money, but... What's happening um, parallel to this daredevil um, stunt that they're all pulling? Although I don't even think it's that you know scary, but like like Candy said, they're all attached to a rope. Um, Nini and Eva are having a lunch at the exact same yes. time, right? And this lunch is notable because, as you 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 said this earlier, um, Eva convinces Nini to apologize to Portia for what she said to Portia, even though Nini has her own thoughts on it. She's big not... piggy with the busted shape. Ooh, it's bad. And Nini kind of makes it worse, at least for herself, for the yes. reunion by saying like, Oh, look, it, listen, it wasn't about the pregnancy. She was already fat. And Eva's like, are you kidding Eva's me? Like, Nini, Nini, the hole just got d- deeper that you dug. And Nini's not really that sincere about apologizing because she's blaming Portia anyway because she equated it to revenge porn saying not really equating it she used it as an analogy but it's not really that great of an analogy because she's like well that conversation was private and she aired our private conversation which is messed up and that definitely has merit um but like Nina you have to understand why revenge porn has more consequences yes um but yeah, so Nini doesn't really even want to apologize. In my view, I don't think she really believes in the apology. Because I think she's pissed at Portia for airing the texts. I think so too. And it's it's sad because she should be apologetic and she should be nicer because the things she said were very mean. And she keeps saying them. And she keeps... Yeah, she doubles down. See, that's the other thing is like when she was like, "Oh, honey, I was not talking about the the pregnancy. She was fat before she got pregnant." And Eva's eyes are just like, "She's not really sorry. She's not at all." But that's Nini. But that's Nini. And honestly, I feel like Nini's laying tracks to get a, like a couple. She's like she she's being very smart because she ended last season on the rocks with the entire cast. At this point, and crew, Candy and crew. <laughs> at this point, Candy will film with her. Now she's got Eva. Right. Who will film with her? She's got Marlo. Marlo. Always. She's going to ruffle up with Portia because Portia's, you know, already team Kenya and Nini already has issues with Kenya. And that's fine. And, you know, Candy's friends with them too, but Candy plays both sides because she's a team player. So I think Nini's laying her tracks to come back next season full force without any issues and just trying to get the team and the the lines drawn now. I just see. Yeah. And I just for the see, rest of the season. And the rest of the season. Young. Yeah. I just see the, her her game plan. I can kind of like see yeah. the strategy that she, in her mind, as a seasoned housewife, yep. knows what she needs to do to get right. back Right. She to doesn't the game. really want to make up with Portia because no. they need to feud. They need to fight. Yeah. Um, speaking of fighting, there was a pretty decent confrontation at Tanya's party. Uh, before we get to Tanya's party, though, yeah. Armin, we got to talk oh. about part two of The Real Housewives. Uh, improv impersonation i think this was actually way better than Than jennifer's see i still love jennifer's oh jennifer's was great but i love the variety yes and the different women taking their turns and they were they were all pretty good except for yovana i've got yovana should is (laughs) that bitch that don't belong is who she is that that was cringeworthy 
Um, not as cringeworthy as what happens at the end of the episode, but we'll get there. Oh my gosh. I thought actually Kenya had the best uh, impersonation. Um, I did too. Her Tanya was perfect. Yeah, it was perfect. It was, she sounded like her. Yeah, she got the voice the was spot Infection on. of like the, I'm talking really fast and I'm really excited because I'm Tanya. Like yeah. I was like, wow, Kenya. Yeah, yeah. Impressive. Like the energy plus the voice. Yes. And the manner, mannerisms. Mm-hmm. She, oh, I thought Candy was really good too with the knees. Like, damn, True, legs, was good. But I don't, I don't think she had the voice down. No, I mean Candy's always gonna have Candy's voice. Yeah, that's what made her millions, honey. <laughs> that damn voice. I was impressed by by Kenya though, but Candy's was good too. Although, funnily enough, um, Candy was not impressed by Kenya's impersonation. Yeah. She, I mean, she was smiling, but she kind of just didn't was seem like, into it. And like Nini was not into it at all either. Oh yeah, Nini was, was on her phone. Was like, I do not want to listen to this damn Kenya. Like, try to like make a joke in front of me. <laughs> She just doesn't like Kenny at all. It, it's obvious. Yeah. It's so obvious. Kenny could do anything and she just won't like it. But um, yeah, those two impersonations were great. So Tanya's having this party with everyone she's ever known in Toronto. Plus um, Dennis. Plus, <laughs> plus Dennis. Oh yeah, so d- d- Dennis is at this point. Oh my gosh, what a move. Portia thinks Dennis is nowhere near, nowhere near her. She's going to post thirst trap. She's he's not going supposed to, a to be funeral thinking. in Detroit, I believe, right? Yes, he's not, he's not around. And he sends her flowers, right? Um, as he always does when she's international, he's got to send her a bouquet. And this time it says "dog on it" <laughs> with "dog" written out. Yeah. Dog, because he's out of the dog house. <laughs> okay, so this is where <laughs> I want to slow down, take a break. <clears throat> Let's back it up for a second, rewind, and talk about this "dog gone it" and Portia going, "Yeah, it's because he's in the dog house. Now he's out of the dog house. So dog, dog on it." She loves her man, honey. What can we say? She you know loves what? her man. And her man loves Petco. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> with with that context, it really um, was a, a poor choice of It words. was a very poor choice yeah. of words for that note. Dennis, but you know what? Come on. I kind of like someone who's willing to have a laugh at themselves. For bestiality? If the rumors are untrue, then why the hell not? True, what difference does true. it make? Own it. If it's true... He probably wouldn't make that joke, right? Yeah, because he wants to keep it hidden. Yeah. I've watched a couple episodes of SVU. Have... <laughs> <laughs> Bestiality a recurring theme in no, SVU? No, it's not. I just assume sexual deviancies. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched SVU. Yeah, I feel like you have not actually watched SVU. <laughs> True kind really scares me. It really does. I'm trying to think because I've seen a lot of SVU. I don't even know if there's an episode. Oh, there probably was one. I just can't remember it. Um, back to back to Toronto. Uh, back to SVU. Back to Toronto. Back to Dennis. Yes. Um, poor choice of words. But uh, let's let's go. Let's move to uh, Tanya's party. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Tanya's having this little party. It's like everyone's there. Um, and at this party, <clears throat> Portia, Kenya, and Candy decide to team up to get to the bottom of the recording. Now, everyone has been dying to figure out who has this recording of Cynthia talking shit about Nini. The ladies decide that it's not about Nini. Nini had every right to talk about it because, you know, the it, the recording was presented to her. It was about her. And she could have, she can talk about it. What they really need to find is the snake that recorded <laughs> the it snake. and gave it. 
Now you know my feelings about snakes. I've I've cast snakes out of my life. That I'm I can sniff out a snake like no other. Yeah. And I'm telling you right now, I'm sniffing. Giovanna right. is the snakiest of snakes. And they feel the same way. They do. So they decide to do. Candy's already asked twice though. A snake and lie. So, Portia and Kenya decide to take the lead on this one. Mm-hmm. As Portia said, Kenya is going to portray the bad cop. Mm-hmm. Portia herself is going to portray the nice and bad cop. And Candy will be the quiet cop. Classic bad cop, bad kind of nice cop, quiet cop scenario. Classic. Vintage. It's very, very SVU. It's very SVU. We've seen it a billion times. So they confront Yovana. And what ensues is one of the most cringeworthy moments, in my opinion. Because, like, Portia doesn't mess around. No, Portia is like. Interface and no, not no nice cop at all. No, and it's so like inorganic, and it's also like forced in my view. She's like, "Oh, we're looking for the snake. We're you know, and, and we don't want snakes around here." And like earlier, they were talking about like real people and fake people, and like how like you, everyone's watching out for fake and real. And like <laughs> Portia does the worst segue from that to snakes. She's like, oh yeah, like we don't want anyone around here who's fake, you know, fake like a snake. I don't think she said that exactly, but something like that. And and then Yovana is like, okay, I feel like you're insinuating that's me. Yeah. Right? And then suddenly Kenya starts slithering her tongue <laughs> incessantly like a snake <laughs> it's just the craziest scenario and Yovana just won't back down she just keeps saying like I don't know who did it I didn't do it I don't know who did it and they're just like badgering her Kenya slithering her tongue it's super weird nothing productive happens but it's it's hilarious just bizarre Yovana does though crack oh true you know what that is a productive moment right good point say it so, because of Kenya's Slytherin lips, which I personally loved, I loved this entire scenario. I thought Portia said everything right. I you thought it you said it was bizarre. I say it was brilliant. It I was loved, bizarrely brilliant. But I, honestly, I need Portia and Kristen Doty to team up sometime for a detective agency. Those two. I think I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Those two. I have to say, this felt like a moment where they were like very aware of the cameras oh yeah they know it, it didn't you know how sometimes you could tell that they lose themselves oh. and the cameras don't even exist like the way they were acting was very acting yes which i love <laughs> i love these housewives it's fun sometimes you know taking their uh their <laughs> acting chops they've learned from their movie trailer right tra- commercials right. into right. their their show yeah but They're it was all just their craft. so heightened it was yes. very heightened to to but, a level that wasn't like you know their reality usually yes i mean like come on like the whole slytherin thing not that kenya wouldn't do something like that but, but it was a lot it was excessive <laughs> and noticeable and great and just and wonderful wonderful um but yeah so they're like yovana's like i think you're insinuating that this is me it's mm-hmm. not me but i know who did it Right, and th- that was you're right. That was a big moment. And Candy's like, "Oh, you do because you basically you told me last two times you know nothing about it." Right. And before this moment, we thought the only people who knew were Nini and the person who recorded Cynthia. 
and Nini's life coach. Um, <laughs> of course. Of course. Nini's life coach knows everything. I mean, everything. probably Greg knows. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Greg is not getting a lot these but days. Now we know that Yovana knows. Yovana, that bitch knows. Because that bitch did it herself. It, so you're saying she knows because she did it? Yes, 100%. I, I'm kind of believing her that she did not do it, but she knows who did. Still, that's snaky. It doesn't take away from the snakiness of it. I don't know. I don't trust I don't trust Yovana. Right. And I don't even know who else it would be. Marlo. But Marlo found out at the same time Nini did, I felt like. She was in that room, that sitting room with them. Or it's none of the people. But if it's in their circle, the if who Phaedra? Is Phaedra up in here recording? Can you imagine? That would be a great return. I don't even think Cynthia talks to Cynthia. Cynthia talks to Phaedra. Maybe it's not Phaedra. The, who is it? Maybe it's someone who's... It's Mike? Mark? <laughs> Todd? Kenya. It's not Kenya. Can you imagine <laughs> if it was Kenya? Kenya's like, I slither in over here like... <laughs> it's literally you impossible know? to be Kenya. Because okay. Kenya would never show Who do you Kenya. think it is? I don't know. I don't know. It makes a lot of sense for it to be Ivana, but I don't know. I don't know. Nini, not Nini, Candy mm-hmm. had the same reaction as a lot of us on Twitter and was like, someone was like, when are they going to finally reveal who like did the recording? And Candy's like, yeah, for real. Like, mm. let's get on with it. Like, I don't think it's that big of a storyline at this point. I'm, I am I just need to know. It's like puppy gate. It's like, ugh, don't drag this out, please. But does, was Candy insinuating that she still doesn't know? No, she knows. Okay. The show knows. I'm almost positive it's going to be revealed next episode, but it's like another to-be-continued episode about Toronto. Yeah. Next episode is going to be heavy. It's going to be the Carnival Parade, which is right. huge. And then... We'll see what happens with Dennis, you know, going down on one knee. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, And then also... It's going to be that big fight where Kenya goes after the other person where she's like attacks them and that from the, you know, from the trailer where she's mm-hmm. like, I'm, we'll I'm see what happens. for that. I'm excited. I'm nervous. Not really. Yovana is going down. 20, 2020 uh, Bravo is off to a good start. It's off to a fantastic start, guys. And if you want to make sure you catch all of our brand new episodes coming out in the new year where we will be recapping your favorite shows, including Atlanta, Jersey, Vanderpump Rules, and our weekly This Week in Bravo Top 5, where we break down the latest Bravo news stories in the news, not just on the TV, but actually happening IRL in real life. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. If you're new, welcome. Just click subscribe. We have so much more coming. Also, if you're new, we are on social media. Yes, follow us on Instagram and Twitter by searching at h-o-t and b-r-a-v-o-d and i'm at eddie underscore estrada on instagram and twitter we will see you guys next week